1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Episode 457 contains guest host Madeline Ray, popular searches, and an interview with the lovely Lacey Fox.
2: Warning. This show is only for adults who like... Sex, sex Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Nation. Here he is.
0: Dick Jangle. Dick Jangle. That's staying in the opening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 457 of Tangling After Dark with Dick Tangle. Welcome to the throat-clearing pervert nation. I am your host, Dick Tangle, and joining me for another incredible episode is the award-nominated content creator extraordinaire, she- feeds your fetish love with some of the most elite and exquisite content you can find on the internet she is the mushroom maiden and the fungi femme Patel. she is madeline ray how are you doing (laughs) (laughs) good times
1: that's all I'm going to do the whole time. You ask me a I'm just
0: going <laughs> to be all throat cleary.
1: <laughs> I'm fine, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, that's good to hear. That is good to hear.
1: You going to drink that? Oh?
0: <laughs> well, But the thing is, I can take a sip and take it out in post. But for you, I, I leave in the coughs. <laughs> fair is fair uh that is true well there are times where when i get really laughing when i am just having a really good time and i'm very animated and things are coming at me and i'm laughing and i'm getting warm my nose will run a little bit you know just so my body's heating up and when i breathe in Instead of just breathing in directly through my mouth, so it sounds a little bit more natural to the microphone, it's like half mouth, half nose. <sighs> so it, it's not a sniff, but it kind of is. Those are mm-hmm. really difficult to fix in post.
1: Interesting. Yeah. No, good. Could I write that down too? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Though that does, well, you know what? Before I get into the next thought, when it comes mm-hmm. to that, Mm -hmm. let's talk about what the listeners are going to get on this show. Let's do that. Not only do you get some more banter between Madeline Ray and myself, you're going to get a couple articles, and then you get an interview with the lovely Lacey Fox. Mm. Yes. So I will talk about that at the end of the first half. You'll hear the interview in the second half. I think everyone's really going to enjoy it, and we're going to have a lot of fun. In this episode. So let's get back to noises. (coughs) We actually talked about that in the last episode, but this is a little bit different. So in the vein of me trying to edit out sounds, that makes me wonder. I can't think of a single woman that could not pull off ASMR.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. I think Mm -hmm. it would have to... like If they feel that they have a unique voice, I think... Mm -hmm they would have to find a style that works for them to be able to really succeed at it. But I can't think of a woman that couldn't do it. Are there men that do ASMR? Because quite literally you never hear of it.
1: I have no idea. I honestly, it's, I'm one of those people where it, it grinds my gears. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Most of it I can't do like every now and then, um, mechanical keyboard sound and like there's one that i've listened to a few times usually when i'm sick and like at that point i can't fall asleep okay um and it would be somewhere in my search history but it's like a mechanical keyboard sound like light tapping and then like i don't know shuffling papers a little bit and then you can hear the mouse moving on the desk and then back to the click clacking and like gentle rainfall too so it's like a that's about as asmr as i can get I can't, I can't do the voices or, or the
0: whispering or the yeah.
1: talking. I'll just, it just angers me. <laughs> Madeline Rage comes
0: out with Ma- those. Oh, Madeline Rage. I absolutely love yeah. it. So I'm going to have you do two things. Okay. I want you to give the listeners 10 seconds of your version of ASMR, and then I want you to give them 10 seconds – of a s m r if a stood for angry <laughs> so so please let's see what you got. I want to hear, and you could talk about anything you want to talk about in these ten seconds, but let's see what you got
1: hold on <clears throat> hem, hem.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> let me clear my throat. <laughs> Um, I actually did a clip earlier today where it was sort of very close to the camera Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I was telling the person about how under my spell they were so I can kind of maybe elaborate off that. Uh, So there you are right where I have you. There's no escaping. You love everything. Everything about me. But specifically the way my voice sounds
0: very nice wow Thanks. did you see the desk move at all that was embarrassing for me holy smokes
1: no i didn't i was looking away i didn't want to look at you well uh,
0: huh? eh, like most women uh, I'd be like ah. <laughs> see you're very good at it
1: thank you
0: yeah i think you should lean into that a bit so now let's hear angry let's hear madeline rage Do ASMR.
1: Okay, so is this just like angry ASMR?
0: Yeah, you know, almost like when you see a parent scream whispering to a a bad kid.
1: Oh, butthole lips.
0: (laughs) Yes. So so please, go ahead. (laughs) But you have to make it dirty.
1: Oh, I have to make it dirty.
0: We're going to start a new lane of ASMR, but it's going to be angry
1: okay hold on hold on hold on uh 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 all right when i came home from work today i saw that cum stain (laughs) on your sheets on your blanket everywhere and who has to wash that i'm gonna rub your fucking nose in it
0: whoa there you go i don't know which (laughs) one was hotter holy smokes i think this is a lane i think this is something
1: oh
0: 100 you just put on that signal and pull in the cars around you're gonna get out of your way
1: <laughs> Beep beep.
0: i want you to have your fans listen i will give you the time mark on this one and okay have them listen to it and see if it's something that they would be into
1: have you ever wanted to be yelled at but sexily? Right.
0: <laughs> it may, it makes complete sense to me. Oh. Now, as I said, you really don't hear about that when it comes from men. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I could do it. Mm-hmm. Because much like sexting, I think it would all become very repetitive in its delivery. Okay. Mm-hmm. It would be difficult for me to do, but I'm sure there are men that are able to kind of on the fly be able to deliver ASMR. But I Mm -hmm. don't know if it would be ASMR in its truest sense, if it would be a whisper, because a whisper kind of sounds like a whisper. I don't know if a man whisper is really any different than a woman whisper. Mm -hmm. You know, you can kind of tell there's a bit of a range difference, but it's all kind of the same.
1: It depends on what's being whispered though.
0: That is true. But I feel yeah. it would almost have to be because when I think whisper, it is this. So it all mm-hmm. sounds the same. It's not just a lowered voice. You know, yeah. it's not this. It's not hey. I mean that could but that it could, could be. be. It. it could. Like when I think ASMR for a man, I do think of it more as sounds like we were talking about in the last episode mm-hmm. where it's like the sounds of masturbation. <laughs> Right,
1: yeah. There you go again. Oh, yeah. I got that one, too. <laughs> the tongue and lip, the cheek wiggle. Yeah, I got oh, one. i
0: You are like the guy from Police Academy. You just know how to make all the noises.
1: I – listen, I grew up like – There wasn't an internet until I was like 13, so I had time to perfect these weird things. (laughs) Look what I can do. (laughs) Let me do it.
0: I love Stuart. I know. But I need to know, and we need to know from Mm. the listeners of Pervert Nation, do you think there's a market? I'm sure there is, but a good market for man ASMR, does it already exist? And I just don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I,
1: it, I I think there's a market for just about anything. Okay. But you got to know how to corner it and you got to know how to expand on it.
0: Yeah. So, because maybe that's my lane. Because as you said in the last episode, when you think of me, you think of the voice. Mm hmm. So maybe that is a thing for me. Yeah. The one thing when it comes to ASMR is the different styles. If it is more of a true whisper or the way you did it, I'm pretty cool with it. Sometimes people, uh, (laughs) like an instructional video that I remember uh, seeing that was made in like, I want to say the 50s, maybe early 60s. (laughs) They talk about a lot of lip and tongue action. Mm. So it's a very moist talk. So you hear them kind of you know as they're talking, and, <clears throat> and yeah, and if it's too much, it can get very distracting, yeah. but the first time I ever heard it is on Fiona Apple's first album title, and mm. the last song is called i want to say it's called "Smooth like Honey," and she is she is on top of the microphone and you can hear her as she's breathing and kind of doing that moist pull in of air and it was as arousing a sound from a song as I've Mm -hmm. ever heard Hmm. Yeah, and you have to have good earphones like if you're just listening to the car you probably mm -hmm. won't pick it up but if you have earphones you'll definitely hear it
1: you'll definitely be in trouble so don't do it while you're riding on a bus
0: (laughs) right (laughs) Well, you don't want to hear anything in the vein of ASMR while you're on the bus, because if you're listening to it, that means you're probably finding it relaxing, if not arousing, and then you don't get to ride the bus anymore.
1: Depends on the bus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is true. There are a couple very discounted uh, (laughs) cross-country bus companies that... uh, there's a lot of rumors about what goes on on said yep. buses. So. <laughs> yeah, you might be able to get away with it. That's why I have my own car. If I feel like
1: listening you to something dirty,
0: yeah? have my phone in my adjustable cup holder. No. no. Okay, okay. now she's no. shaking her head. All right.
1: You know, I always try to check people's because I want to see what they're looking at because I'm, I'm nosy.
0: <laughs> see, but that's when I crash. I'm-
1: and I'm, like, pulling up and pulling up. I'm yeah. like, hey, what are you watching? <laughs> what you got on there?
0: Maybe that's what Only I need. Only
1: one time. Oh, really? Have I seen once? Yeah.
0: No way. So, please. I, I need to hear.
1: I don't know. It's just a young male. Okay. He thought his windows were tinted enough. They weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, like, a Honda Civic or, you know, some some little, you know, little fast car that right. the youngs youngsters like to drive in. Well, he's... You know, cruising.
0: (laughs) Was he? Was he holding it in his hand, or did he have it like on? No, it was
1: in. It was in. It was on the mount. It was on the ding dong. It was in a ding dong on the. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was like, oh, know what that is? Oh, that's butts, (laughs) boobs, ding dong. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Did you yes, make, pedal. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you make eye contact with him? Like if he looks at you, you just give him the jerk off gesture, like, oh yeah.
1: no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what it was is like pulling up to the stoplight and I was coming up. Okay. And I saw as I was coming. So I, oh. I stayed back because I was like, is that what a fake it is? Oh. oh. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, I I was peeping.
0: Very nice. That's where you like you tap your horn and you do the roll your window down thing. And when you roll down the window, like, Kenzie Taylor's the bomb. You know, <laughs> it's like, you have to make a friend right there at the light. You know? <laughs> and and I'm, you actually bring up a very good point with this story. It is a proven fact that 92% of all car masturbators drive Hondas. That's all I'm saying.
1: Oh, That's all I'm saying. I mean that it makes
0: sense. Yep. Noted. <laughs> a lot of whacking and a lot of <laughs> a lot of feeding the pigeons going on in uh, in Hondas is all I'm saying. Oh my. <laughs> Do you have any car I don't want to say misconceptions, almost conceptions. Do you have any beliefs by brand or style? Of people that drive certain cars. Everybody has one. And I have one that I think there's a certain make of vehicle, regardless of whatever vehicle falls under that maker's umbrella, are all horrible drivers.
1: Okay. So my big one is Buicks. I am for certain that if you removed Buick off of the car map. Okay probably 92% of senior citizens would not drive anymore. <laughs> that is yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I can't argue with it, that. It,
1: it's Buicks or or if they're the bougie older folks, they're in Jags or Lexus. Okay. Yeah. So, that's my stereotype. Okay. Old people drive Buicks. <laughs> I've got more, but I'm not going to say them on air because.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're smart, and I'm not saying mine. I'm just going to say I have a brand that <laughs> literally everybody that ever drives it. I mean, it may be confirmation bias, but if I'm literally seeing it every time I drive to and from work and whenever I'm on the road, these people <laughs> speed, drive horribly and aggressively and never use turn signals Ugh. Which which is a lot of people nowadays, but and, there's one oh, brand. I, oh oh oh!
1: You say your brand, and then we'll come back to. I have car stories from this week. Oh well, about bad drivers. It, it's quick, <laughs> but it's hilarious.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I actually want to say it because I'm sure I'll get a lot of backlash. It's Jeep,
1: but oh no, you're right. <laughs> no,
0: you're right. Nope.
1: They're like, beep, beep, I'm in a Jeep. I'm cool. And it's like, you bought your cool. You, you didn't make it. <laughs> now, mind you, I grew up driving a Jeep and I loved it. Mm. But never again.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. Plus, they're uncomfortable to drive. <laughs> they're so uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> so let's hear fun car stories.
1: Some little shit pulled out in front of me earlier this week. (laughs) Looks me dead in the eye. That's what I get for
0: drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Don't joke. Please go ahead. And then
1: little shit proceeds to roll down his window and throw his hand out the window and flip me off. And I'm like, okay, you entitled little shit. (laughs) That's how it's going. All right, whatever. Then today I'm trying to make my turn. Somebody's at the stop sign. And I, I guess she was on her phone, but she did the whole like jump out and then break mm-hmm. and like scared the shit out of me in the intersection. And I look at her and I'm like, what the fuck? And she goes,
0: oh, double bird, <laughs> double bird,
1: stuck her tongue out. And I was like, holy shit, I'm two for two this week. Like, what are the odds that youths flip me off for their poor driving skills? And now I want to find out who their parents are and slap them. Yeah because i'm old now
0: <laughs> it's very rare as an adult that i take things personally anymore i just yeah. can't. i don't want to carry that energy but there are times where i go what are you doing and when i see very bad driving and, mm-hmm. I, and I make eye contact with the person i applaud them <laughs> like very nice very nice so
1: my my friend who who is a fellow yinzer <laughs> she told me, because I, I told her this morning about the experience, okay. and she goes, you know what you need to do? And I was like, run them over? <laughs> and she goes, no, give them a thumbs down and a sad face.
0: Ooh. <laughs>
1: and she was like, it works. They just don't know what to do. And I was like, putting that in my pocket. All no right, kidding. thumbs down, sad face.
0: That is very dominatrix. I like that. <laughs>
1: I was like, why didn't I think of this? My, my other go-to is just blowing them a kiss.
0: Oh, okay. That's a good one.
1: All right. But yeah, I'm going to resort to thumbs down now.
0: Mm, I it's like that. a very firm one. Yep. Huh. That's very – there you go, ladies, listening to this show. There's something you could do to bad drivers. You could own the moment, steal the moment, take the energy from that moment, give them a frowny face, thumbs down. Yeah. That's a good idea. I like it. plus
1: my aggressive idea was to keep a dildo in the car like <laughs> one of the real rubbery ones so when they do something stupid i just pick it up out of the little you know the little pocket on the side door just right. pick it up and brandish it at them
0: oh just hit the window down and just shake a it's dildo true. at <laughs> that that is is very similarly a very good idea
1: it's too threatening though
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if i drop it you know
0: <laughs> or or you're shaking it out the window and it's it's been in the car a while it's been kind of dry rotted and it breaks
1: oh it breaks
0: yeah like and then you just end up throwing the balls that are the base to the dildo at them <laughs> and hope it suction cups itself to the windshield
1: oh god oh that would be great instead of just getting like a jiggly one the suction cup one and just wing it out and
0: that's what you do you come up to an intersection, get out of the car, put the deal to funk, and just stick it right to the windshield. You're a dick! Yeah, get back in the car keep going. <laughs>
1: I like that. In a perfect world. Mm.
0: That might have to be a scene. If you drive to either New Jersey or D.C. for Exotica, mm. we'll film that in the parking lot. <laughs>
1: Deal. Oh god. Deal? I deal. All right. Game on. All right.
0: <laughs> we'll work over the script. Okay. But uh, I think that's a really good just a 1 minute short video. Uh. <laughs> You're I, visualizing it, aren't you?
1: I am. I am. <laughs> oh
0: god. <sighs> this is why I love this show. Yeah. So, would you like to get into an article with me?
1: I would love to get into an article with you.
0: Oh, my goodness. This comes from InsideHook.com. Apparently, the Brits don't think that oral sex is actual sex.
1: Hmm. (laughs) Are they doing it wrong? Mm,
0: That could be. Well... That could be. I remember having this discussion probably in the mid 2000s with somebody about what okay. they considered sex. And they basically considered sex penetrative. Okay. Like anything before that is foreplay. So it's kind of like with heavy emphasis on play and not sex. Okay. All right. It's all sex, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, when I was in college, I worked at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. A very flirtatious waitress walked up to me and she booped my penis in the kitchen. A
1: flirtatious waitress yeah. booped you.
0: Yes, right in the ding dong. Just
1: boop. Right. Maybe she thought it was a doorbell.
0: Uh, <laughs> she come on in anybody home? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I am a little bit older, so it's that old style of doorbell. Ding, 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 ding. you come ding, knocking on your back door
1: when you didn't answer?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe how many songs I have seen or read lyrics to that reference the back door. It's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Nothing ever happened with that waitress, but okay. yeah. I wouldn't have said no, but she just boop just one time. So would I know that's not considered sex, but how much further along how much further down the road would sex be? Like, let's say it is consensual, of course, mm-hmm. and she puts her hand in my pants. Okay. And starts giving me what for? Would that be sex? Ish. Ish? Okay. Depends
1: on how loud it gets. <laughs> you know what I got you. The noises gauge the level
0: of. Mm, Okay. The louder the noise, the closer to sex. Yeah. 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 I like the theory. (laughs) But that would mean (laughs) ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, because that would make ASMR not sex. Why not both? Okay. I'll give you that.
1: We can overlap.
0: A British data and analytics group found that a majority of participants didn't consider oral sex to be actual sex. The survey asked specifically about blowjobs, cunnilingus, handjobs, and fingering. There has to be a better word for that. The results (laughs) were consistent. I, I just... Like, it describes it. Fingerlingus. Yeah, <laughs> fingerlingus. What else? Phal-
1: phalangelingus?
0: Ooh, I don't mind that one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll come up with one. The All results right. were consistent. 45% of people said those acts alone don't amount to sex. 8% were unsure. And 7% decline to express their opinion. (laughs) Uh, That's that's (laughs) guilt right
1: there.
0: (laughs) There were notable divisions among respondents, however, especially along sexual preference and generational lines. The majority of people older than 50 and the majority of people who identified as queer, regardless of age, said sexual acts other than penetration do indeed qualify as sex. So what they are saying is basically like the, back half of what that'd be gen Z and younger are a little bit more liberal in what they consider sex mm. or maybe, maybe not. Cause if I guess if they were more liberal about it, everything would be sex. So maybe may a little bit more mm. stringent on what they consider sex. If peg a isn't going in slot B mm-hmm. or some version of that, it is not sex.
1: Crazy.
0: Wow.
1: Who comes up with this stuff?
0: I don't know. I think if you would have asked younger me, I would have said
1: mm-hmm. that.
0: Mm-hmm. And that may have been just because of my lack of sexual experience. But yeah. just because you are told, don't have sex because sex might get somebody pregnant or mm-hmm. as we, <laughs> I'm not gonna get pregnant. i gotta find that clip so it would lead an experienced younger person to believe that if it doesn't get somebody pregnant then it's not sex
1: definitions man words are hard
0: words are (laughs) (laughs) if you're saying them right to me it seems very obvious
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm I'm totally in agreement with it. Like, it's all a version of yes. I mean, is this just the go-to default excuse? Like, oh, I didn't have sex with him, her, them,
0: <laughs> but I still got a blow it in handy, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> our parts splitting were, hairs here. Look, our parts were touching, but not the important parts.
1: Yeah, it doesn't count.
0: <laughs> I like okay. your you are very real housewives with that. <laughs> For sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> just because I put his penis in my mouth doesn't mean we had sex. I don't even like him. Shh.
1: I don't I no, like it wasn't even real. He tripped and I fell and like it just happened. Right. <laughs> I don't I don't know how to lie in my mouth.
0: <laughs> I and mean, uh. just because my best friend and I got drunk and I was two knuckles deep in both of our holes doesn't mean we were having sex.
1: She asked me where her keys were, and I said, maybe they're in there, and I looked, because we had to look everywhere, okay? <laughs> no stone left unturned. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it makes complete sense. If you look at the argument yeah. through those eyes, it makes complete sense.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> rose colored glasses it's an amazing world we live in <laughs> well would they really be rose colored flesh colored i
1: don't know what color they'd be they'd um, probably be very fleshy
0: yeah very fleshy
1: yeah whatever whatever color the flesh is it's colored like it
0: yeah maybe with a little bit of creamy haze to it
1: oh A little, a
0: little smear is what All- i'm
1: saying Vaseline oh. haze, what is it? The, the guasine blur or whatever. Yes, oh, I'll
0: nice. that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have time for one more article. Are you ready, Madeline Ray? I got this. You got it. I hope so. Oh, I what know you, you do because this is from aebntrends.com. dot com. It is popular searches by state for January. February. Oh yeah. Of 2023, are you ready for some popular straight searches?
1: Who did what where?
0: (laughs) In both Idaho and Oregon, the top search... Oh, boy. This is actually kind of cool. The top search, A.J. Applegate, a performer that I saw feature dance a while ago and someone Hmm. that her name hasn't as popular as she is the name isn't in popular lexicon so it is nice to see her name pop up here like that actually warmed my heart what else has warmed my heart in Montana double anal oh
1: boy are you sure that's your heart it's warming
0: (laughs) (laughs) might be in my colon
1: oh boy
0: I mean, if you're if you're going to do it, do it right, man. Yikes. Yeah.
1: Go big or go home. Yeah.
0: In Arizona, the top straight search, friend of the show, Kenna James. Oh. Very, very nice to see that. In Iowa, caught on cam. Oh. Oh. Like
1: ring camera, game camera, trail cam. What do we got here? dash cam
0: dash cam security cam yeah i love the idea of both ring and trail because there could we might be able to corner a hunting trail cam market not us specifically but i think i know no no
1: no. i just i have i already have a vision of somebody like in a bear costume and i'm just like fuck (laughs) <laughs> somebody else in a deer costume I don't I don't know Okay. I don't I give up I'm not I'm not elaborating I'm not letting my brain take off with this idea
0: it's too late
1: <laughs> it's not happening it's not <laughs> happening
0: <laughs> and you see the hunter dart the wild animal <sighs> and of course he has to put it in the animal's butt. Oh,
1: God. No. <laughs> Not a,
0: you know, you know, who, who, whatever person is playing the animal is what I'm saying. <laughs> don't make it weirder than it needs to be. In Texas, another man's wife.
1: Of course. Wasn't that the last time? That feels familiar. Uh, oh, okay. Unless it's just me. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think it might be you, but that's okay.
1: What do I know? I don't know shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know lots of things. Like,
1: I don't know. i was <laughs> too drunk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I slipped and fell and landed on his penis.
1: I didn't even know that's what it was. I thought it was his wallet. That's right. <laughs> it was just flat and wide.
0: Right. His, his, <laughs> I thought his, his banking cards were bouncing off my cervix.
1: I mean, that's how you make a transaction, right? Just swipe it, (laughs) tap it,
0: smack it up, flip it, rub it down. (laughs) There are whoa, little bell, Biv Devoe for everybody. There are a lot of people that are familiar to Dick Dangle and the Pervert Nation listeners on this list. We have Tiffany Watson as a popular search in New Jersey. We have Phoenix Marie in New York, Adriana Chechik in Maine, they are amazing performers. One and all you have Riley Reed in North Dakota. But let's go to the top search in New Hampshire. This is kind of up your alley, Madeline Ray.
1: Oh boy. Uh-oh.
0: Cock cage.
1: Oh, they're getting a little frisky up there.
0: Yes, they are. Like
1: I don't want to wonder what this is all about
0: (laughs) it's been a long winter for some people
1: uh yeah Mm -hmm. gotta come out of hibernation sometime
0: at some point top straight search in arkansas amateur anal attempts (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm almost afraid to ask if this comes with a story
1: I don't know if I can make another sound because my nails are too long. All right, go oh. ahead. There it is. That was as good as I can do. Nail's a little too long. Yeah. <laughs> can't, get, can't hook it just right and make that.
0: I got gotcha. you. I gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some people. I hope
1: the attempts were successful, maybe, hopefully.
0: Me too. Yeah, sometimes it is uncomfortable to watch a bad attempt. That is for sure. Ugh. Now, for top gay searches, I don't know how I feel about this one. In Montana, Canadian. They're so close. They're right there. You don't have to search it. They're right there. Just walk. It's right there. (laughs) Now, this has been a popular search for a while. In Utah, the top gay search is ambush massage.
1: What? (laughs) Okay, can we mix the trail cam and the the ambush massage together?
0: Okay. So now is a hunter just walking (sighs) and then a bunch of people knock him down, strip him of his clothes and massage him?
1: I don't know. Maybe it's it's a – what do bear assemble in? I don't think they assemble. I think they're solitary creatures, but still.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, you're thinking oh. the animal bears. I got gotcha.
1: you. <laughs> I mean, we could go there. We could. Just saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Maybe get some cougars in there somewhere. I don't
0: know. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> the top gay search in Minnesota. 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 This makes me feel like this is an ode to Taylor Swift. Oh. Jack it off. Really? <laughs> is, is it my spin that you don't like on that one? I, I don't know, just <laughs> poor Taylor. Jack it off. Jack it off.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I can handle you right
0: now. <laughs> she well, get buy her new album. There you go. I'll I'll save it with that one.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> the top gay search in North Carolina, Straight Chaser. Oh, my. Oh, my, indeed. I think there are a lot of different genres that kind of fall within that idea.
1: Okay. How's that?
0: Well, where it's always like the gentleman who is having. A gay experience for the first time. There are a lot of different groups that fall within that genre, but I love that name. Mm. I think that's really good. The top gay search in Florida. Fuck Florida. This this one's, this title's coming, coming at you. Macho fucker. What? Whoa.
1: Macho fucker? Yes. Are there pictures associated with these words?
0: There are not.
1: There needs to be. I need visuals. I need to know what a macho fucker is. <laughs> like I've... I, I could have said some of my past flings were like macho fuckers, but that mm. I don't think that's the right kind. It's just a fucker.
0: I gotcha. I gotcha.
1: Not a fucking, you know. Ugh. <laughs> i'm getting like buff tiger king vibes off of that and i don't know if i like it
0: oh okay see now when i picture that i think of a very muscular short but visual body hair beard not like a long beard but you know like a beard Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. and just very alpha so is it two of those with each other? Is it one that is uh, and one that's not? Is it, like you're saying, maybe macho in a very stereotypical way where it is very Tiger King, very douchebag at a house party way?
1: But it's also Florida. So mind you, that's why that visual came to mind.
0: Ah, that makes sense.
1: What is fucking wild.
0: That does make sense.
1: I I figure macho would look different in every state, but that's a whole different episode.
0: Oh, that (sighs) is very true. Ooh, that's a very interesting question. I like that. (laughs) And this is a popular search in not only Mississippi, but in Pennsylvania. Step into the world of power, loyalty.
1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Big C men, and it is big the letter C and men, but it's seamen.
1: What is a C man?
0: Well, imagine big C would be big. Uh, okay. You know, big.
1: Are they afraid to say it? Are they afraid to say it?
0: I think it's just a fun play on words. OK, so could this right. be not only men that have large penises, but because they are yeah. seamen? is it naval like military or I don't know. That That could be a lot of things, too. We have to do some research.
1: Yeah, we've got some searching to do. Yeah,
0: that's all right. We'll make it happen. <laughs> now, to check out the entire. List of straight and gay popular searches. You can go to aebntrends.com or just go to danglingafterdark.com, find this episode, click the link, and you'll see the show notes therein. Fantastic, yeah. just like you, Madeline Ray.
1: Aww. Oh, Thanks.
0: That was very nice. And you know what else was fantastic my interview with Lacey Fox. I had the opportunity to meet her at Exotica, New Jersey, but only for a moment. And we were able to stay in contact. And it turned into one of those things where she wanted to be interviewed for the show and I wanted to interview her. So it was just kind of the process of making that happen. And we were finally able to do so. I really enjoy her. She kind of played along with my sense of humor and we had a lot of fun as we were talking but i think as someone that is fairly new to content creation and camming i think that she should be definitely more well known she makes very good content she does a great job on cam and she is just a really really nice person and i do expect her to do some pretty big things in the near future because she just kind of has that energy about her and I think she's really dialing in her lane to be able to grow her brand and her fan base. And I think it's gonna be pretty spectacular. But she was a lot of fun to talk to. Can't wait to see her at an upcoming convention. And I hope that everybody enjoys the interview.
1: Yay. Yeah
0: good stuff. And I know everybody enjoyed you, Madeline Ray. Thank you so much for being part of this show.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> and thank you.
0: Oh, well, f- you are quite welcome and thank you. Please tell everybody where they can find all of this lovely gratitude online and on social media.
1: You can find me on Twitter at Madeline Ray. And that's, you know, fun stuff. A little, little personal. Okay. And then if you want the good stuff, you can go to MadelineRay.com and the links in my bio.
0: Whoa. The good Whoa. stuff, folks. Wank. I don't <laughs> have good stuff. I just have this podcast. So you could find me on Twitter at the Dick Dangle, Danglin' After Dark, on Instagram, and all the other places you already heard me talk about. I stream. This is a show. Tell people <laughs> about it. Let's make this a thing. Some exciting stuff coming up in the next couple months. It's just, I'm tired of bloviating about myself here. I really <laughs> am.
1: <laughs> if you don't know by now, shame on
0: you. 100%. You're not with the cool kids.
1: No. Damn it.
0: <gasps> <laughs> if you want to be one of the cool kids, please enjoy the interview that I have with Lacey Fox. Thank you one and all for listening to this episode. Please take care of yourselves and each other. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Lacey Fox and the aforementioned Madeline Ray. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. Please be careful with your amateur anal attempts, especially if you're doing it in Montana And of course,
1: Dangle On.
0: Because they were the double anal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm.
1: Don't worry. Dick will be coming back.
2: Hi there. This is Annabelle Peaks,
1: and you're listening to Danglin' After Dark with Dick Dangle.
2: Mm, he's recovered and ready to go again welcome back to the pervert nation here he is dick jangle
0: i first met this amazing woman at exotica new jersey in 2022 and during our brief meeting i was captivated This cam model, performer, and content creator has all the necessary attributes to make a lot of noise in the adult industry. She has been featured on slutwifeconfessions.com and creates her own glorious content for her subscription sites. And considering what she has in store for her fans, you'll be hearing her name a lot around the naughty water cooler. She is the lovely Lacey Fox. How are you doing today?
2: I am great. How are you?
0: I am doing extremely well. Thank you. Before we get into this interview, could you please tell all of the listeners where they could find you online and on social media?
2: Um, you can find me almost anywhere. Like, I'm working on getting on the clip sites, but you can find me on OnlyFans. I'm working on other fan sites. I have good old Instagram and Twitter and a link tree that has like an ever growing list of lots of places you can find me as well. Like, just look up my name, and you, chances are you might find me.
0: What is your at on Twitter?
2: Lacey Fox, L A C I F O X X. Perfect.
0: So, let's have the listeners get to know you a little bit. What drew you to the adult industry, and when did your journey in the erotic arts begin?
2: Uh, Several years ago, I was on a social media platform and I came across, I don't even know, I, I assume it was real. At first, I wasn't sure if it was real because you've all heard of like farts in the jar thing that was later on. But previously, there was like people who sell like their used clothing, underwear, and you know, that type of thing. So I was thinking, oh, this is something I could work on from home. It was kind of amidst the pandemic, kind of towards, you know, um, the, not quite the middle of it. But anyway, long story short, I started selling my used underwear and pictures and video customs through a website, and I really enjoyed it. And I just kind of branched out from there and started doing more customs, added a fan site got on different social medias and it's just kind of like evolved over the last couple years into what it is right now. And it just keeps blossoming and going in different directions. It's great.
0: Good. Excellent. Now is your content all self-shot? Like is this a one woman business?
2: It is. It is. I have had um an outside shoot done like twice. So like 99% of the stuff that you find on my sites that's not on other people's sites, they've done that and recorded me. But the stuff that's on mine is, yeah, like 99% of it minus like maybe a dozen pictures I've done myself. Yeah.
0: Wow. And that is definitely one of the more difficult aspects of getting into the industry that a lot of people don't realize what were some of the, I don't want to call it an obstacle, but what were some of the other obstacles to getting started? Like, you know, always coming up with new ideas or finding people to collaborate with. What were some of the issues early on?
2: Some of the issues for me early on, I would say probably besides having like a decent space to shoot in. So I kind of have to create like little nooks uh, where I live and, you know, areas I can shoot in the typical like lighting and that kind of equipment issues. I had to get up to date and learning a lot of technology that I got lazy on. And uh, some of the other things I would say besides that would be to really um, learn a lot about myself um, as far as, like, how I perceived myself as quote-unquote looking good and, you know, and being comfortable enough in my own skin to decide that even if I didn't like the shot, that somebody might.
0: I'm actually glad you brought that up because that's literally my next question. Uh, (laughs) To get into the adult industry, you obviously have some enjoyment of sex. But what were the positives that you discovered about your sexuality? What have you found a fondness for sexually through this journey?
2: I have found a fondness for, I had dabbled in the the swinger kink community earlier in my in my 20s or so and then kind of went dormant for a while and was really, really missing those types of interactions and environment. I'm not a swinger anymore, but I found, I think, kind of a similar close thing to that in being able to express myself through doing con- making content and pictures and being able to do my makeup in different ways and feel like a different person and and role-playing and doing scene play and giving myself fulfillment of, um, you know, enjoying doing my hair and makeup, even if I don't leave the house, you know, I can go do some pictures or, you know, shoot a quick vid or something like that. And, um, it's really gave me a part of myself back that I thought I didn't have anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think it was really, it's been really fun. Um, and the sexual aspect, I would say, And that way, um, being able to uh, feel a bit more empowered, knowing that I have a little bit of control over my sexuality, in which case I, you know, I decide what I want to shoot, sell, absorb, interact with, et cetera. And I've learned a lot more. uh, I don't want to say like, I guess up to date things in that respect. And one of my one of my kinks is knowing what other pe- what turns other people on. Like, I really enjoy knowing what other people like.
0: Interesting.
2: I, I do. And I, I don't know if it's part of it. I guess part of it for me would be um, because I've kind of geared a little bit towards, like, the kink fetish community, and that's kind of how I started because, you know, selling used clothing is kind of its own little niche, and I was happy to give people a comfortable space to be able to um, – facilitates, you know, those cravings or those desires they had in in an environment that was uh, safe, consensual, sane, you know, and that type of thing. Mm -hmm.
0: When it comes to your kinks, what do you like to create with it when it comes to maybe your content and what would you like to be able to create in the future? Cause it almost sounds like because of your love of seeing other people create what they enjoy, it almost sounds like you'd be really good at having like a model house.
2: <laughs> that would be pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How, um, uh... How open and vulgar can I get here?
0: <laughs> this is your platform. You could be as open and vulgar as you would like.
2: All right, just right. I'm just checking. Um, my fetishes and kinks are kind of in the realm of a sensory. Mostly I enjoy it's, it's like a visual touch thing for me or even just the thought of um, I really enjoy hands. Um, some feet, mostly socked feet. I like cuddly clothes, like comfortable clothing, um, seeing somebody in those type of clothes or, you know, kind of working hands, but not in the sense, I don't know how to explain it. Um, I guess it's, you know, trying to ask somebody why they think a flower is pretty, uh, it's going to be different for everyone, I suppose. Um, anyway, hands is one of mine, um, water. I really like water. Um, I'm into a little bit of wham, which is wet and messy, Um, mine is more like on the body fluids type thing, but I'm not into like the urine and the, and the scat stuff. But for me, it's, I, I would love, absolutely love to get into like a tub of pudding or something. And that would be so fun for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, but uh, learning about other people's kinks is probably a big one for me and being able to give them those things that they want and if, if it's you know up to their standard it, it usually i get like a pretty decent response they're happy with what they get and that's also i don't even know what that might fall under um but i i enjoy other people's kinks as like a kink of mine and as far as fetish goes, i would have to say like dirty talking and praise with a little bit of degradation.
0: interesting well i will have you inspect my hands in Chicago
2: I would love to
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't describe my hands as hands I describe them as paws because I don't have very long fingers
2: (laughs) that's okay are they like are are your hands like meaty yes oh that's okay
0: Are we having I, a moment? I will
2: do my best not, not to stick them in my mouth or anything. Okay, I'm going to tell you that right now. But if you give me like free rein of your hands and you're like here, look at them, it might end up you might have a finger in my mouth. I'm just okay. going to warn you.
0: Okay, I I, <laughs> I thank you for the if warning.
2: I asked you the last time was you washed your hands. Withdraw. Withdraw. That's that's <laughs> the word. That's the code. <laughs>
0: um. Uh, thank you for the warning. I appreciate that, and
2: uh, I wouldn't do it without consent anyway. Uh, so, course,
0: of course, but uh, you know, depending on the the time and the moment, I, I may let you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the listeners are like, "What the hell is going on right now?" Uh,
2: it's like, okay, so I have like in my I want to blow someone's hands like do it like a foot job at a hand job kind of you know what i'm saying uh, like okay. uh like a blow job to hands
0: interesting like is that something you would actually like want to create for content
2: yes interesting huh
0: we'll definitely yeah. talk in chicago <laughs> <laughs> Now, as I mentioned in your opening, you've worked with SlutWifeConfessions.com on a few occasions, a wonderful team over there. Absolutely. Did it take you a while to get comfortable having someone else film you? Because of the dialogue and the noises and the things like that, I would have a difficult time kind of pulling this off, pun intended.
2: (laughs) Um. Yeah, it was very hard for me. You can ask them. They were complete. <laughs> they had to talk. Like I was a nervous wreck. I, I think I did fairly well otherwise. Um. There was one that we ended up redoing because I I messed up the wording by like two words, mm. but it was it you know it happens. But otherwise, I think it went it went pretty good. And it was it was a struggle because I am used to working alone or not having you know, quote unquote, an audience or somebody on the other side, you know, of the shutter button, you know, that was, that was kind of hard, but I was like, nut up or shut up and you can do this. Like just pretend they're not there.
0: (laughs) Does working for, or with other people help with your own creativity?
2: A little bit of both. Like I am great with structure. Like if someone comes to me and they want a custom done or whatever. And they say, I want X, Y, Z, and I want you to do it this way and make it about this long. And I'm like, go, let's go. And I will usually have it in like the first or second take. But like, if somebody comes to me and they give me full range of, like, I'm going to have to stop and like take notes. (laughs) Like I've noticed, um, you know, not having uh, a little bit of a structure or like a preconceived, like a pre-worked out. Sorry for all the pre. That was a little um, early of me to say that, but <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a really bad joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Trust me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was like, wow. Okay. Don't try that again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, because because of our audio connection, if I talk or laugh, I tend to lose you a little bit. So I'm trying to be as quiet as possible while you're talking.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll do my best to make sure I have my own turn. And I do have headphones, like if it gets to be a little naughty. And it, yeah, I've noticed um, I need to, on the fly, is a little bit harder for me. I have so many ideas. You know, normally my brain is just full. I have a hard time getting to sleep. Usually, and, um, but yeah, I've noticed uh, free range versus structure. Like, you give me all the details? I will just, it's done. By giving me, like, free range, I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> and we're going, I think. <laughs> uh, I get <laughs> that. On.
0: Yeah, I do get that because there are some times where because you are given free range, your brain just runs in a thousand different directions with what it could be, and you kind of get lost in it
2: yes yeah
0: for sure and
2: sometimes it's like super simple i'm like um okay like no more like what about like hair or makeup or outfits or you know
0: yeah and that's that may be stuff that people don't take into account that you may want to make a part of what you're filming
2: yeah I get, I get quite detailed sometimes. If they're not specific, I'll, I'll ask those types of questions. I even had made a custom once where they picked out the color eyeshadow I wore. So I'm completely fine with that. Wow.
0: We met in Exotica, New Jersey last year. Now, how many conventions had you done previously and how did that convention go for you?
2: I had went to, I was mainly virtual. When I say virtual, I mean, like I hadn't went to any public events until last year. Mm, So I was mainly virtual and I, I felt like I wanted to step out into like, you know, the physical realm a little bit more and like meet some people that I'd been talking with and, you know, put some faces on the names and make the pictures, you know, all this click and meet people and do things that I learned about. You know, Exotica, and I was like, holy shit, this is like a craft fair for, like, it's an adult craft fair. Like, there's vendors with, like, they're not pot holders, they're dildos, you know? And it, I was so excited. And, you know, I just kind of, after I learned about all that it was, I went and I went um, kind of as. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
0: (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for
1: free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.
2: I don't know, night closeted, maybe. I just kind of went as like a spectator in April last year. And then I went to, um, I kind of started talking with a lot of different people and went to some seminars. And and I really started, I think, meeting a lot of people. In that, and after that time, after I kind of got an idea of what some of the things were offline, you know, the events, did the awards, the you know, all that kind of stuff um, and how things worked a little bit better. And so I went from kind of like a spectator I guess to um branching out and working at a couple of you know meeting people and working and doing some work. After that, I didn't go to DC um but we'll see what happens this year and I I'm really excited to kind of come full circle and go to Chicago again. Mm-hmm
0: have you had the opportunity now, of course, as you said, you were networking, but have you had the opportunity to talk to people and say, Hey, I would really like to shoot content with you the next time we are able to connect at a convention or like, I would be kind of nervous to do that. That, But that's just kind of my nature.
2: No, that's how I am too. I feel like I, I'm kind of awkward socially Um, at first I kind of observe and then I kind of jump into conversation like this is great because i was like is this video audio both and i was like cool i don't even have to wear a bra or lashes i'm gold like (laughs) so but um but no yeah that's like the hardest part for me i do i am coming in um this year a little bit stronger because i have talked to people i will be talking to them physically and i've had people come to me because i had worked more um more kind of solo individual or for other people in the same you know, respect. I haven't really hit the DMS. People have come to me. Um, not a lot, but I kind of did that on purpose because I wanted to see who would come talk to me first. So, and in that regard, so I didn't, I don't know, not get like shot down asking someone else and talking to someone else, but just to see who, who was interested. It made it a little bit easier for me as a person to just kind of sit back and wait a little bit to see who made contact with me first.
0: When it comes to content, do you have a dream scenario in your head? Like who would you like to work with? You know, a topic like what does the ultimate scene look like in your head?
2: Um, I do have a short list of who I would like to work with in my head. Some may or may not ever happen and that's okay. Okay. I would love to definitely um, branch out a a bit in the the kink and the fetish and the scene role play uh, kind of things Mm -hmm. as far as using implements and fantasy role play. And not just maybe like the standard intercourse type, you know, recording, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's what I I envision.
0: (laughs) I will be... Waiting with bated breath to see what you create. I have a feeling it's going to be pretty cool. So I will be as delicate with this next question as possible. You have many quality attributes for the adult industry with two of them being your aforementioned large breasts (laughs) recently on Twitter. You posted, so will the size G bra fit? Stay tuned. And you had update, she's 38G. Now, that is quite impressive. I can't imagine how difficult many forms of fashion are, but especially bras. What are the positives and challenges of large breasts?
2: Um, I would say the challenges I have had, because I've always kind of been on the bigger side, Um, would be like knowing what size I actually was because as I have aged and um, my body's matured and I've had children, it's changed. Mm -hmm. So I have had to adapt that and find, you know, bras that were comfortable or that fit. And I haven't recently, like, I think the highest some of the stores go to is like a triple D, um but i think they stop at like a 38 or 40 or something like that so even if i go in and get fitted their chances are i'd have to order a bra online um so i kind of was like all right well let's see what i can fit into and i was i was teasing someone i'm like maybe they're just getting lower they're not getting bigger maybe that's why like i'm going into the bigger bras but i think i've just been wearing like the wrong size for like a really long time um the positives are i suppose um It's something that had in the past brought me negative attention, but I feel like more recently it's been, it's felt more positive attention than negative because, um, it's something that is enjoyed by others in a more respectful manner and not like a cat calling way. Or I haven't felt bad about having big boobs because like, I can't help it. That's just the way they grew. (laughs) So if that makes any sense, I guess.
0: Yeah, it it makes a lot of sense, and I would imagine that in going to conventions, of course, they will ask, but I'm sure women love your breasts. Like, I can't imagine how many women are like, can I touch your boobies?
2: (laughs) I would love to have, like, a booby-touching booth, like, just like a kissing booth, but it's just for boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: count me in. Now, in our pre-interview pleasantries, you mentioned to me that you are currently writing a book. Can I ask about it? Like, what is it about?
2: Uh, in short, it is smut. Like, it's like erotica, fantasy type, rolled into modern day. Oh my god, I'm I'm trying to like explain it without giving too much away. Basically it's like a collection of people in the book that have fantasies about one another, but like the other person doesn't know without giving away like the setting or anything like that, basically.
0: Okay. That was good. I think I, I'm picking up what you're throwing down now. Is this going to be like a big 800 page Lord of the Rings thing? Or like that has many series or is this something that, you know, is going to be a one-off and you'll see where it goes from there.
2: Um, I thought about doing kind of like a series, but then I, I wasn't sure because at first um, there's some books that I haven't read that I wanted to read because at first I was going to go with like a couple. I put that in my back pocket and I decided to do like a collection of people that were like around each other instead. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was I was worried about that because I was like, oh, my gosh, there's so many different people. I'm going to have to introduce them all. And but that, I realized that that gave me the opportunity to kind of spin off of them a little. I'm like five K words in and I've gotten through like two of the handful of characters. So we'll see. I've written stuff in the past, but never like book length. So we'll see where it goes once I get all of them out of my head. And if I need to like touch up and like I'm literally learning as I go. So I hopefully it doesn't take too long. So I'll be like, oh, fuck it.
0: <laughs> that can happen, but I have a feeling you're going to persevere. Yes. One thing that I really enjoy doing with my interview guests is going through their social media and asking them questions about some of the posts that they have made. Are okay. you, are you willing to answer a couple of questions about some recent Twitter posts? Yes. All right. Now, as we record this, this one was only a couple of days ago. You wrote First sitting done, go back in two weeks. It was getting late and I was swelling after I took this. Touching up, done, once I'm not swollen. Can you guess where it is? Now, It's. Uh, it was a picture of a tattoo for those listening. I've seen in other pictures that you have a few tattoos. One on your shoulder, you have one on your forearm. Am I allowed to ask where this one is? Because
2: I... I wasn't, yes, I wasn't
0: hundred yeah. percent sure where this one could be.
2: <laughs> it's in my cleavage area. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, but somebody did have a good guess, and they're like, is it your like your your ass? Is it like the crack of it? And I'm like, that would have looked really good there, but um, because it's it's kind of obscured the way the photo is, because I took it from like looking from my face like down, like really close up. Uh, okay. So yeah, I'm kind of like contorted a little taking it, because like. Anyway, but, yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, – I have to go back a little bit. It's a really sensitive area, so I was kind of starting to swell a little, and they didn't want to uh, touch it up anymore and have it, like, not touch up properly because of the swelling.
0: Right, right. So how many tattoos do you have, and where did your love for them come from?
2: Um, I counted – So some of them are pairs. I've got like a pair, one on each forearm, but since they're individuals, this one, the one that I just got would be number 11.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
2: Yeah. And they range anything from like flowers to words. So my love for them first started um, when I was 18. I was like, I'm 18. I can go get a tattoo. And I did. That was pretty much it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a quote-unquote perfect scenario when it comes to the amount you have? Like, do you want a sleeve, or is it just going to be as you feel it, you get them?
2: I would love to have a sleeve or have, like, half of one of my thighs done. My thigh is, like, one of the only places I don't have a tattoo. Okay. But as a like just kind of, like, collectively happening, <laughs> I would love to have a nice, a huge, like, piece on my leg or something like that, but... It's just kind of bits and pieces here and there as as the years have gone by.
0: <laughs> so the next tweet I would like to ask you about, you wrote, leg day sucks. Nobody warned me about the stair machine. <laughs> <laughs> now I concur, leg day sucks. What are your motivations to get to the gym? What are you what are your drives?
2: Um my drives are knowing that I'm doing something good for my body Mm -hmm. and hoping that I'll look really good naked Mm -hmm. or at least better naked.
0: Okay. Well, you were kind enough to send me a picture for my birthday a little while back and I I think you're fine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to, trying to say that without being, uh, you know, overly me.
2: (laughs) You are absolutely, that was perfect. Okay. That was no problem whatsoever. <laughs> Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> now, how long were you on the stair master machine?
2: Oh my god! Literally two minutes, and I was done. <laughs> I was like, "Nope."
0: <laughs> it that machine's a bear. I.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: A number of years ago, uh, when you I have was, to climb up on it. That, well, that's good. That is a start for sure. You, know,
2: you have to climb up on there. It's not like. You know what I mean? You can't just like with well, a treadmill or an elliptical where you can just kind of step on. You have to like climb up there. I'm not a very tall person. You have to like climb up, and I'm just like, oh god, if I if I if I slip, I mean, it's gonna be rough. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying?
0: No, I <laughs> when I was like going really crazy with my workouts, like I did it. To my own detriment, like I was really dumb with them. Uh, my record on the stair machine was two hundred and eighteen floors in sixty five minutes.
2: Oh my god! Oh, could was, you even walk? Uh, it took
0: me a while to get used to it. That I could tell you, uh, I bet I, I was burning like twelve hundred calories in that time.
2: I bet. Yeah,
0: it was. It was just stupid. <laughs> now, the next tweet I would like to ask you about, you wrote. What would you like to enjoy from me content-wise? Feel free to leave suggestions. And what you did was put out a Twitter poll, and the results were oral or getting railed was 44%. Don't change a thing was 22%. More solo fetish and BDSM was 33%. Were you surprised by these results?
2: I was. I mean, it was kind of close. Like, I was almost like, I almost retweeted it and was like, come on, like, can we make it a little bit like, you know, more of a landslide, you know, more of like, you know, 80, 20. Mm -hmm. That's what I was hoping for. (laughs) But it also, it was reassurance for me as well. I mean, that, you know, that what I do is enjoyed Um, and doing anything else would be like in addition to, it wasn't like, oh my God, like go do that because I don't want to see the other things. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, that's... it was kind of bittersweet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could understand that because it is good to know that your fans are enjoying what you're putting out. But if you want to branch out and do something else, it's difficult to know what you think they would want to do or what may alienate your base. Right. Yeah. Boy, I never thought about that. That is very true.
2: Yeah, because I mean, a lot of you know, like the kink fetish stuff is is you know, it's a fantasy. So, um, you know, for some other people seeing me with someone else or pretend, like if I said I had like four partners and they didn't know I had any, you know, that might be completely, you know, off the rail for somebody. And they're like, I'm not interested in their stuff anymore.
0: That is true. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you need to create what you would like to create. Yes. So you have to tell your people, don't worry, I'm not going to leave you behind. But for the other people, there's this new stuff.
2: Right,
0: right, yeah. So the last tweet I would like to ask you about, you wrote, the one time I did that one thing. And what this is in regards to is something that was on the Sexual World Records account.
2: (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) You're fine. And the record... That you had was the most strokes to an eight-inch dildo in sixty seconds. Yes, that I don't know what the amount was, but that is impressive. Just to have that record,
2: I noticed that um, that I, you know the, the the information you know was made, the flyers were made, and then like everything was separate. So I realized that later, and I was like, I wonder. Because I had to repost some stuff. Anyway, do can you, can you want to guess?
0: Um, I will say, let's see, a, a decent stroke is two strokes a second. So at 60 seconds, that would be 120 strokes. I'll give you the benefit. I'll say 130. Uh,
2: 296. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is an absolute blur of a hand.
2: Yeah, they were like, can you get, like, a real cock? Can you use a real cock? And I was like, I might rip it off.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's going to have to be some monster lube ready. Yeah, there.
2: I used Astroglide, Glide, and I'm trying to, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, can I use different lubes? Like, does one work better than the other? Well, could I find a real dick? Would somebody let me try that on them or not? Because it's really intense, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh once again we'll talk in Chicago
2: no um that wasn't a proposition but you can take it as one
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm glad we have
0: very similar senses of humor I enjoy this immensely <laughs> so how did you count this like I'm sure you weren't counting out loud did you actually go back and rewatch it to count
2: um, I sent it off um, to the person that was working with me and kind of giving me, like, the time starts when you touch the dildo and, you know, the rules and regs. And I sent it to them. They sent it to their people. They counted it, I assume, through, like, via slow-mo or something. Uh, and that's that's how we got the number, the final number.
0: That is impressive. Your forearms must just be just <laughs> – you could drive a nail without a hammer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like Jack Hammer is <laughs> right
0: <laughs>
2: oh my goodness
0: that is fantastic now as i mentioned in this interview you're going to be at chicago for exotica uh, it will be a thrill to be able to see you and uh what else do you have going on for 2023 are you going to try to get to a couple more conventions do you have any big content plans or is it just going to be slow and steady wins the race and whatever comes onto your radar it'll be there
2: yes (laughs) all of that um i'm going to be doing um a photo shoot an artistic photo shoot when i go to exotica chicago i'm not going to name drop just because i'm not really sure like how much has been publicly announced um, like there's stuff on platforms, but like, you know what I mean? I don't know. So I'm not going to name drop. Okay. Um, but it'll be on my link tree and it'll be there like when everything's readily available and ready to go. Um, so I'm going to do a photo shoot. Um, there's a possibility of some content. I'm still trying to figure all that out because I live in the middle of like cornfields and, and cow patties. So um getting testing and all that has been my biggest hurdle and like, getting a hold of anyway, all that's a big pain. Um, but yeah, I've got um some possible things in my back pocket, um, for like fluffing for like gangbang potentially. And so like that we're in the works and whatever floats my way would be awesome. Like I wanna travel some more like I did last year. I think that'd be great.
0: Very cool. Well, I hope to be able to at least spend a couple minutes with you uh, at the very least in Chicago, but uh, I hope to continue to see you at conventions. It was so nice to meet you when I did and being able to do this interview, just an absolute joy. Thank you so much for your time and I wish you nothing but the best of luck moving forward.
2: Thanks. And you as well. And I can't wait to see you next month. And thank you so much for having me on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, one more time before I let you go, can you please tell the listeners where they could find you on social media?
2: Yes, I am on Instagram, Twitter, OnlyFans, um, Sun and Pansy, SledwifeConfessions dot com, Sexual World Records. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. <laughs> um, I have a link tree, and it's all Lacey Fox L A C I F O X X. I'm working on a LaceyFox dot com um, as we speak. So. That's going to be
0: fun. Yeah, very cool. So once again, thank you so much for your time, and I will see you soon.
2: Awesome. Sounds great. Thank you so much.